The holidays are here, Michelle. Are you scared? Well, friends and family, maybe in-laws coming over, dinner has to be served, gifts given out, work parties to go to, so much to do. And so much can go wrong. Yeah, so you're scared too. (laughs) I am a little scared. (laughs) In today's episode of Let's Talk Holiday Stress, What Causes It? and how to avoid it. Mark is scared. I'm not, you are. <laughs> I am, a little bit. My name's Michelle, and I'm a longtime realtor from Tulsa, Oklahoma. And I'm her husband, Mark. I've spent more than 40 years as a TV news anchor and reporter. Together, we've started a podcast called Let's Talk. Where we dive deeper into everyday topics that matter to you. And we have fun doing it. So what are we waiting for? Let's, Let's Talk. talk. I read somewhere recently that 88% to believe the holidays are the most stressful time of the year. 88%. That's 9 out of 10 people. Isn't that something? I find that's that crazy. disturbing. Yes, a little it is. Bit. I mean, maybe if you're coming to my house, you might get stressed out. <laughs> you know, this is, this is supposed to be the most joyous time, joyful time of the year, not the most stressful. Uh, and that's our topic today, holiday stress, what it is, um, what causes it, and what we can do to avoid it and reduce it. Um, we're going to dive deeper into that. But first, Michelle, let's introduce our guest. So first of all, I thought Mark was trying to do an intervention <laughs> when I'm, when I'm going to introduce our guest today. It's Dr. Fran Corona, clinical psychologist. Thank you for coming. Oh, thank you for inviting me. And and you've you've been doing this how long? Clinical psychology right. uh, since 2005, I think. I didn't even think about that. I, I went back to school as an adult after my kids had already graduated. So that's a whole long story by itself. Right? Wow. Well, in it, and I remember you helped me out with a story many years ago, several yes. years ago, and I can't remember what the topic was. I came to do a story and use you as the expert. What was that? You know, I was trying to remember that myself. There was a lady you had interviewed. In Sex New- therapy. <laughs> I don't think that was it. <laughs> uh, I can't remember what the topic was. It was uh, to augment an interview you had done with somebody else. Right, right. But it really helped me out. So, I mean, we're talking about holiday stress. And I'm a little stressed out right now because this is our first podcast episode. You're our first guest. So I'm a little stressed out. And, and, uh, no pressure. So, yeah, right. so I need you in my speed dial. Okay. Absolutely. And you're in it now. Okay. Uh, my my doctor just retired this month. Oh, that, he's stressed about that. <laughs> I need a new doctor. I know. But oh, you, maybe maybe that's not the right doctor. Right. right? You need you need an oh uh, an MD an MD, an MD oh, yes. like that. Well, maybe you need Fran, Doctor Fran, See, in your don't go there, Bradshaw. <laughs> don't even start in your speed dial. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, is is this? Were you surprised? Eighty eight percent say th- this is the most stressful time of the year. I probably shouldn't be. I think that figure sounds really high, and I'm sad about that too. But it is a stressful time, but it doesn't have to be. Now, do, did you when you were practicing? Do people come in this time of year or soon after the holidays and talk about holiday stress? Oh, this is good for business. <laughs> Psychologists and health clubs. <laughs> what do you what do you not ask, what do you ask people to not talk about at the table? Oh, not talk about it at the table. Well, I think uh, let's don't talk about politics right so now. So we're talking about the Thanksgiving table. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, that's coming up. Right. Right. Uh, you know, everybody's got their own opinion. And so if we could table politics for now, that would make for a more joyous Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. We have duct tape. Dunk tape. Yeah, yeah. Well, awesome. well, it used to be politics, still politics, but now it's COVID. And, and whether are you vaccinated or right. not, right? 
I mean, that's we had a story um, recently on on the newscast about how do you broach that that topic with your guests. A lot of them are family. Are you vaccinated? Are you unvaccinated? I mean, it, that's a new stressor, isn't it? Uh, it probably is for some people. Um, I'm I'm vaccinated, so I don't worry about it so much. But you've got babies coming to your holiday, and we do too. Right. And so you have to think about that. Um, it's a real issue. It is an issue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is. yeah. Do you ever get stressed out? Um, I mean, you're a psychologist. Oh, sure. <laughs> do, you, do you get stressed out? Do I'm psychologists also, get stressed out? I'm also a human and a woman, so yes, but not nearly as much as I did in the past. Mm-hmm. Who do you go to when you're stressed out? Um, I go to my husband, my girls. I go to the Lord. I go to friends. There you go. Friends are a great sounding board. Right, mm-hmm. right. Okay, let's get into what are some of the triggers, some of the stressors during the holiday season. Well, I think the biggest one is expectations, and I tell everybody, bring those way down. Listen, I love a good Hallmark Christmas movie, but that's not reality. Oh, my gosh, you watch that all the time. She, <laughs> Almost every they day. They are not real, are they? No, but we watch them every day, too. But um, life is not wrapped up with a kiss and a fresh snowfall. In two hours. Right. Right. Yeah. And uh, we don't all live in that cute little Christmas town that's all perfect. Uh, so I tell everybody, that's not reality. Uh, your holiday is probably not going to go quite that well. So bring those expectations down. It's fine to post pictures of your beautiful family on social media, but just bear in mind, everybody's putting their best foot forward. So that's true. That's true. Everybody puts the the perfect picture. We paint the perfect family picture. Do we put too much pressure on ourselves to make everything look perfect? Uh, Is that what you're saying? Yes, I, I do think we do that. I can tell you a little story if you want to hear it. I want to hear it. Okay. Go for it. So this was years ago before I had given up on perfect, okay? Uh, it was Christmas, and my husband's parents were up spending Christmas with us, which that was stressful in and of itself. And I don't know why I decided to make this recipe that I found that was a lime green jello mold, and it had uh, snowballs in it. The snowballs were made out of cream cheese. Doesn't that sound delicious? Mm-hmm, it does. <laughs> So um, the snowballs got really hard. And so at one point at dinner, and it was very quiet, uh, my little girl turned to me and said, I can't cut my snowball. And at that moment, the snowball skittered across the table. Oh, no. Wow. <laughs> so my perfect jello mold didn't go so well. Oh. And I'd like to tell you, I just laughed it off, which I would do now. Right. And actually, I wouldn't even make it now. But right. uh, I was kind of mortified. You know, I thought, oh, my gosh, I've just failed at this. So, right. well, well, you're talking about holiday fails. We've had a couple, and both of them that I can remember have oh, to do with goodness. turkeys. Yes. I mean, my niece. Right. She, what happened? She was seven, I think, seven or eight, and she wanted to help with the turkey, so she grabbed it. It was it was full. It was done, roasted uh, and she everything. She grabbed the whole turkey? Yeah, she grabbed well, it. It the, was a pan. Oh. And then she walked across the floor and carpet, and she dropped it. Oh. <laughs> she dropped it. In front of I everybody finished. right before oh. dinner. But you know what? I have to say. Did you laugh at the I time? I laughed. I don't yeah, care. Yeah, that's right. I'm, I come from that world of I don't care, so... It works for me. Doesn't work for a lot of people. That spot in the carpet never, never came went out. away. Right? No. And I probably drive Bradshaw a little bit crazy because I don't care. But I just put it out there, and if it doesn't taste good, I usually make two or three things so we can go to the next thing. Right. I'm dead serious. I I am more in your camp now than I ever was in the past. And I I tell you two words that will free you are so what good. 
Right. I love that. Now, another yeah. one, if I remember, had to do with the turkey that we bought it and we didn't uh, thaw it out in time. Thank and, you, Whole Foods. They well, saved well, okay. Us. So what happened is we it was the morning of it was Thursday morning, Thanksgiving morning. It was frozen, so we turned on the hot water and put it in hot water. And then I, did, I googled that and said, "Not supposed to do that. You're not, not supposed, not to, supposed do to do that. Yeah. You're going to get sick." So we went to, to Whole, Whole Foods, Foods. Yeah. and there was one, one lonely Charlie Brown turkey left. <laughs> a fresh turkey that yeah. was thawed. Yeah, yeah. Right. it was perfect. great. That was right. for you. Yeah, that was, was us. Perfect. It worked yeah. out. Right. I caught my first turkey on fire. Oh my goodness! Because I didn't take the bags out. <gasps> it was turkey flambe. Oh wow! <laughs> wow. Okay, so trying to be perfect all the time is one stress uh, reasons why we're stressed out during the holiday. What else? Well, I think the holidays provide a great opportunity for us to get sucked back into family roles, uh, and every everybody has them. Uh, we, we all grow up with them, but you no longer have to be the family fixer or the family screw-up. And I tell my clients, remind yourself you're an adult now, and you can write your own script. Now, that is easier said than done, because the pull is going to be, come back and do the dance we're all familiar with. But you can do it, and one person can change the dynamics. It's going to feel a little awkward at first, but don't get sucked into being somebody you don't want to be. So, anymore. so you're saying you, you're acting like you were years ago, and as a kid or so, and still as an adult, you're playing that part. You right. Know, you go back into that, and uh, you may be a totally different person. Hopefully, you are, because we all grow and right. change over the years. Right. Right. That's great and, advice. I love that. Right. Okay. Now. Obviously, during the holidays, money is a concern because we have to buy all these gifts and things cost money, and and that's a, a stressor, isn't it? It is, but that's why Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday because there are no gifts. It's just a time to be grateful for what we have. Uh, this year, I, I hear that there are going to be shortages everywhere for Christmas, and so I'm kind of planning ahead. I've already done a little bit of shopping, but I'm going to tell everybody, you might not get your first pick for Christmas, you're, you're going to like it. We're going back to when I was a child. You'll get it and you'll like it. Right. But come Christmas time, though, those those uh, financial concerns come into play, don't they? They sure do. But Come January when the, the bills, bills come out. Uh, don't overextend would be my advice. Learn to do something different. Uh, give something from your heart, maybe something that you've made. Uh, do an activity, have uh, an experience instead of a gift. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Good. Um, okay. And, and here's one that, um, you know, diet concerns because, you know, people are trying to keep a weight, certain weight, the holidays come, the holiday parties come. And that's a stress, isn't it? Because you feel like you need to eat. You don't want to eat. You feel like you're going to gain a half a pound. Well, let me... First, say, as a cook, it's stressful because everybody's got these different dietary concerns. I'm gluten-free. I have a nut allergy. Oh, my goodness. I'm, I'm huh. on a diet. So you have to try to work around all of that. But, um, yeah, I don't want to gain. I, in fact, I was just talking to my daughter this morning because I'm going over to her house tonight. And we, I was, said, I'll go by Little Jay's and pick up a pie. Nice. And I said, they have pumpkin, but I'm not going to get that because I could eat the whole pumpkin pie by myself. So You could buy the little teeny ones. They're like this big. Uh, you know what? <laughs> I had my husband pick up the apple because I'm not an apple pie person. But I say, you know, it's just one day. And I... I I love seasonal foods and I love Thanksgiving foods. So I'm going to eat. Yeah. 
Yeah, but during the holidays, we're talking basically Parties. throughout the holidays. And I know, you know, we've last year with COVID, we didn't go to any no, holiday not. parties, mm-hmm. but it seemed like every still weekend, <laughs> every weekend, there was a party to go to and there's a feast that's laid out there. And you're wondering, you know, I'm stressed out because I'm going to be eating too much this week and the next weekend. And well, I, I tell people to try to plan ahead. And so if you know you're going to a party. Don't eat for a week, right? Uh, well, that then you'd probably be starving and you would overeat <laughs> at the party. Um, yeah, that, that can be stressful. But I heard somebody say one time, it's not what you eat between Thanksgiving and Christmas. It's what you eat between Christmas and Thanksgiving that puts on the pounds. Wow. So that's where we need to be more careful. Okay. Right. Okay, nice. let's talk about more stressors. Anything else that comes to mind? Uh, you know, I think, uh, for a lot of people, this is going to be their first holiday after a bereavement mm-hmm. and that's hard. You've got the empty chair or maybe, uh, a person who is recently divorced. And if you have children during this divorce, maybe the other parent is not showing up like you wish they could. And the, you know, there's a lot of things to navigate around. So, uh, you know, I say just Give yourself and everybody else a lot of grace during this time. Right. And, you know, that's hard to do, isn't it? Sure. I mean, grief, loneliness. Uh, I, I've heard that uh, when you, you're lonely, get out there and do something with right. people. Yeah. Right? Do and give what you want. So if you want people, get out there with people. Give friendship. Give presence. Not presence. Yeah. Uh, Give yourself away, and you'll you'll get that back. But uh, if if you're recently bereaved or divorced, I would say try not to do it exactly like you've done it in the past. Give yourself permission to shake things up a little bit, and that doesn't mean that's going to be your normal from now on. But you'll probably end up sad if you try to reconstruct the same holiday you had last year. Yeah. All right, we're going to shake things up now because we want to get to know you a little bit more okay. and have fun here. All right. So we're going to ask five questions okay, and uh, learn more about you. They don't have to be long answers, and we'll kind of have fun with that. Speaking of fun, what do you do for fun? Well, uh, we like to travel, although during COVID, we didn't get to do as much of that. And uh, we love Sooner football. But I have to tell you, speaking of stress, this year has right? been very stressful. Right. And we've got a stressful day coming up. Yeah, we so do this weekend. We're going to need a heavy dose of Sooner magic for yeah. sure. Yeah. But I have a new thing I'm doing for fun that uh, you might not have heard of. I'm making junk journals. Do you know about junk Never journals? Never heard of that. Okay. This is the rabbit hole I fell into. Uh watching a podcast, you uh, basically are making journals out of discardable things. And there's so many different ways to do it. And I'm not a pro at it yet, but I've learned to look at trash in a totally different way. So when you get more excited about the Amazon packing paper than you do about what is in the box, you know, you've got the junk journal. So, so are these scrapbooks that you put uh, the trash into or, or? you, you collage pages and you leave some blank spots for journaling like i've done a couple for fall now i'm working on one that's christmas themed and i use it for all kinds of things i'm keeping my christmas gift list in there and writing down different thoughts and prayers and oh i've got to do this and you know but at the same time i'm using things that you would normally discard Mark could do that because you order so much from amazon oh my gosh <laughs> like a lot <laughs> Well, that's that's my favorite thing is to hear the um, the doorbell ring 
and the Amazon person there. You will literally text me and say, there's a package at the door. I don't care what it is. It can be a $3 cable. And <laughs> I, I get excited I with that. I think you need a therapist. And, and okay. she always says, oh, did you get me something? It's, you know, it's a joke. She, it's a joke. Yeah. So. My, my dogs get excited because they think every box is a bark box. <laughs> right, right. Okay, good. Uh, what's your go-to food? I uh, would have to say probably Italian, but uh, I do love seasonal food, and I am fantasizing about turkey and dressing, and I love cranberries. I love pumpkin. I don't know why people eat mincemeat pie. Are you mincemeat people? My mother's no. dad was. Oh. Yes. And giblets. What are giblets? My father did those. So if you go yeah. someplace and yeah. somebody has a mincemeat pie and they, they serve it to you, what should you do? <laughs> or, or in my case, a pecan pie. <gasps> Uh-oh. Don't say it. Don't say it. If you get served a pecan pie, pass it over to me. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, you know, I would kind of pick around the edges maybe because everybody likes crust, I think. And then, right. just, oh, I'm so full from this meal you just served me. I can't Be eat gracious. another bite. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I have to remember that. Big trouble. Okay. Okay. Your favorite vacation. Where do you like to go? You know, uh, I love Italy and I can't get enough of Italy. We've been, I think, four or five times. And, I, you know, if you spend a lifetime there, you would never see it all. But we have, like you, become kind of addicted to national parks. And, oh, there's so much to see. And they're Where do so you go? beautiful. We uh, love Yellowstone. We love the Tetons like you do. Mm-hmm. Uh, Yosemite, we went recently. Love that. Uh, so, uh, and there, I've, I've never done the parks in Utah. My husband, I've done Zion, but he's done Arches, and I have not done that. So I'd like to do that. Nice. And I want to go to Glacier. Have you been to Glacier? Next year. Next year. Yeah. I, well, yeah. maybe we'll just tag along with you. Yeah, yeah. just rent a van. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> We've been wanting to go there every year for the last three or four years, but yeah. because of COVID right. and other things, and we go to the Grand Teton and Yellowstone. Mm-hmm. So this year we've made a point to go to to Glacier yeah. National we, Park. We would like to do that too. Okay. Yes. This will be a fun one here because you're a psychologist. Uh, what's your greatest fear? Or do you have fears? Come on. Psychologists have fears? Sure. Yeah. Uh, I probably should say something creepy and crawly because I I don't like those things. I don't like mice. Uh, and I'm probably a little bit afraid of them. But I guess my greatest fear would be something bigger like um, losing a family member or just loss. And if I peel back all the layers of that, it's it has to do with control. And really, control is just an illusion because we really don't have that much control. But um, that, that would be something. I've got two college students driving home from Nashville today, and they're going to be on Interstate 40 with all those 18-wheelers, and that's scary. Who does that sound like? I worry about everything. You do, yeah. You stay up in the middle of the night, mm-hmm. can't true. sleep. Yeah. I have no trouble yeah, sleeping. That's true. I wake him up. I, I I literally will wake him up if he's snoring and he's he's sleeping hard. She and, gets angry because I, I'm asleep and I, I act like I don't care because I'm asleep. <laughs> and she's up at three in the morning worrying about something worry that about you shouldn't worry all about. The time. It's true. Right. Yeah. That's when I turn on Frasier. That's when I should do that. <laughs> yeah, You're right. Okay. I can do that from now on. Okay. Great advice. <clears throat> okay. If if you weren't doing what you're doing as a clinical psychologist, what would be your dream job? I have to say I am doing my dream job. I get to dispense hope for a living, and what could be better than that? 
I get to help put broken people back together. I get to help mend broken marriages. I love being there when my client has that aha moment where they have figured out a solution to their own problem or the lights have come on and they've realized this is what I want out of life. I I think it's a very sacred hour and I feel very privileged to get to be a part of that. I I would say that's my dream job. However, I think my most important job is being a wife and a mother and now a grandmother. And that's a lifetime job, but the job description keeps changing. So um, I, I value that. And I know you all are fairly new grandparents and there's nothing like it, is there? No, it's the best. Yeah. Yeah, we heard that beforehand. And I kind of. Like, yeah, yeah, really. I, I mean, we become a grandparent, so what? It does change yeah, you. Yeah, it makes you a different person. Yeah. Yeah, your priorities change. So many things have changed for us. And the things that mattered, you know, when you were raising your kids, I don't care if they don't brush their teeth tonight. No, no, no. no. But I'll tell you, one thing I am, I'm such a stickler for is socks. I always make sure the babies have socks on. Isn't that silly? You mean mean they come over without socks, don't they? Somebody brings their baby over without socks on. Like one of our sons, right? (laughs) His name shall be nameless. Right. You know who you are. Right. That's right. Okay, we got to wrap this up, but what's the takeaway from this? Um, during the holiday season, started out by saying that 88% um, say this is the most stressful time of the year. What can we take away from this to, to drop that number down, reduce that, to make this more of a joyful time of the year? I would just say lower your expectations and take a moment and respond rather than react. Don't take the bait. Ooh, I like that. Don't take the bait. Yeah, so right. when somebody is, is, if somebody, you mean like they they want to talk about politics or, or if they want to, you know, just dig at you. you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Hey, I get that. Really? Oh yeah. Are we going to practice that this year? Tomorrow. Tomorrow? Yeah. Or this? The we, you know, I think I I'm just putting this out there, but my family, I told them this year since we have brand new babies, I did say that this is just lunch. Come when you can. Go, whatever. Uh, there's no huge expectations, no big formal sit-down dinner for us. We're just going to enjoy seeing all the kids because our our family's growing. And then the other family that joins us, they've started growing. So we have babies. Uh, and, boy, as your family grows, you get more moving parts, and you've got to stay flexible like that. Yeah. I, your, your family loves you for that, Michelle. It's fun. It's, yeah. I try to make it fun. All right, Dr. Fran, thank you very much. Thank you so much. Our first podcast episode. I'm so excited. Yeah, wow. I don't know how to end this. You know, no one says how to end the podcast. So I don't know. I'll just say something like. Thank you very much. Happy Thanksgiving. Right. Happy. Happy uh, Have a happy Happy and relatively stress-free holiday. Sounds We hope you've enjoyed our podcast and thank you for spending your time with us. We'll see you next time for another episode of Let's Talk. Let's Talk.